1: leftovers
0: or the DMV number 97 or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Warning. This show might contain things you'll want to know and take you
1: out of your comfortable zone
0: down the rabbit hole, into a new world,
2: where
1: you open your eyes and reality is real, but not what you expect. Welcome to Political Doctrine and What They Don't Want You to Know. Today I have a very special guest with me, as you can see, Rodney Clough from OurHollowEarth.com. Now, today's special guest has a lot of information from us. We have been speculating for years. We have been researching, some of us a little more than others, uh, about the lost tribes and about where they went. A lot of scriptures tell us that the ice will be broken, the ice will melt before the staff of these prophets that come from the north. So where do they come from? They have to come somewhere north. They have to come somewhere where there is ice, and as far as I'm concerned, there's no real huge land masses by the North Pole, there's only water. And so my question is, where are the Lost Tribes? Well, Rodney Clough seems to have the answers for us today, and he has a website, ourhollowearth.com. If you're talking about a opening that goes down, I don't know how many miles, uh, I've just begun to look at some of your investigations, but I don't know how far this hole goes down, but if it is even uh, 10,000 miles, uh, even half of that, 5,000 miles, and by the time that you are crossing a 300 mile gap or whatever it is, maybe you can explain that to us a little bit better, you're not gonna get any light source from from, from this opening. It's gonna look like what I theorized incorrectly as a black hole.
2: Well, uh... <clears throat> Several years ago, I don't know exactly the date I would have to look it up, but uh, two NASA scientists uh, discovered a polar fountain of energy coming up out of the Arctic and uh filling the magnetic magnetosphere with uh, protons and electrons and uh they said oh, uh wow we don't we don't need uh, the solar wind from the Sun to." Because the auroras, or the Van Allen radiation belts, is right here. It's a polar fountain coming up out of the Earth. Well, that's what it is. There is a hole up there, and it's a polar opening, and the solar wind that's coming up out of it from the inner sun hits the atmosphere above the the opening and lights up the auroras in an oval shape. Uh, It's an oval shape because... Uh, the these uh, protons and electrons follow the electromagnetic field lines and as they come up out of the polar opening they hit the atmospheric atoms and it ca- causes uh, uh gyroscopic particles to be knocked out of the magnetic field of the atom which is also hollow and uh it, it causes the light of the auroras and after causing the light of the auroras, it keeps following the magnetic field lines and congregates over the equator in what is called the, the Van Allen radiation belt.
1: Yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. When and I was I'm I'm sorry, but that when you just mentioned this, it's, it's almost as if every time I, I listen to you, I, I learn something new. Again, you have to understand, I've been a science teacher for many years. I taught myself science when I was younger. Uh, above and beyond what I learned in school. And I've done my own research again into uh, evolution, into all the other, you know, center of the earth molten lava, all these theories. I've done my own research to find out these things. And as you're talking to me, my mind is is opening up because I'm saying to myself, that's the, that's the connection I'm missing. Because with my eyes and on my video, I recorded these jets of energy, these, these Oh, I would I would suspect they're traveling at an incredible speed. I I, I don't know how fast, but they're coming out as jets from time to time. It's a connection that you just made for me. There we go that the aurora borealis. We are projecting protons, electrons out from the center of the earth, from the from the sun that they have there. And it makes perfect sense that this belt that surrounds the north and the south Is it the same in the South Pole? Is it? Do we have the same? Um, Because I have. Is Is there a way to look at the uh, at at the opening in the South Pole as well? Because I've only been able to find the North Pole um, imagery and openings uh, there. Is there a way to to look at the South Pole?
2: Oh yeah, there. There's even a better uh, NASA (coughs) uh, video showing the aurora of. From the South Pole and showing exactly where it's coming out of the Earth, and the and the aurora uh, that's, that that results from this radiation coming out of the Earth uh, is the shape of aurora, uh, uh, an oval around Antarctica. Uh, yes, yes, behind. I'm
1: aware of that. But the actual images you're seeing of NASA there, uh, just like the ones I saw from the North Pole, because the ones I saw from North Pole, they they, they seem to have taken them down. I wasn't able to find them again, but I still have my video about it. But is there is there another NASA site or government site where I can actually see the opening of the South Pole? I'd, I'd like to put that one up for our viewers on on our um, after this video well, is done. Put the information. If you, below.
2: if you go to my website, ourhollowearth.com, my home page is uh, this image from NASA showing the Aurora Australis around the Antarctic. Uh, continent and you can see the actually the, you can see the hole where where the aurora where the aurora a, a radiation comes out of the earth now when, when I went to BYU uh, uh, I uh, studied the, what they the scientists said about the Aurora at that time it was about right about 1979 around there and they said in their article in Encyclopedia Britannica, that they didn't know, the scientists didn't know at that time what caused the auroras. So they they recognized that it was caused by a solar wind, but uh, they didn't have a, a absolute uh, proof of of what what caused it, and it was a, a, like a mystery. Uh, they compared the aurora to a television screen. Uh, the old televisions that had a cathode ray that would sh- shoot out and hit the screen and uh, knock uh, photons out of the phosphorus that is in the screen was the best indication of what they, the they, uh, illustration of what, what uh, causes the aurora. But they didn't know, they stated in their article that they didn't know what was the, the, the cathode the source of the uh, aurora radiation. Later on, the scientists started saying that it was caused by the solar wind from our outer sun. However, there's a disconnect there because uh, there's not enough power in the solar wind from our outer sun to light up the auroras. So they they then assume, well, as it approaches the earth, then it's... Uh, accelerates down from space, and as it accelerates, then it picks up speed, and it gets that extra energy in order to create the auroras. But uh, their fallacy is that uh, that the solar wind that causes the aurora comes from space. It does not. Mm-hmm. I went to Alaska in 1980 with my family, and uh, around September, we went up on the mountain... Uh, the hill north of fairbanks and looked at, at the aurora and uh you could see that the radiation causing the aurora was going up from the earth to space it wasn't coming from space down to the earth so i That's challenge right. any of you if you want the, the proof that the aurora uh, radiation comes from the earth or comes Go up in the Arctic and look at it yourself. You can see mm-hmm. the radiation going up from the Earth, so the radiation comes up, comes out of the Earth,
1: moving upward, moving upward. Mo- you can see
2: moving upward, and oh, you can see it going up through the layers of the atmosphere towards space. Mm-hmm. Now, this this is consistent with the Hollow Earth theory because if there is a polar opening up there, and if the Earth has an inner sun. Then the solar wind from the inner sun could be coming out through the polar opening, follow the electromagnetic field lines, causing the aurora for the oval form. Mm -hmm. And as it hits the atmosphere going up, it causes the auroras to shine. And then that continues uh, in the magnetic field of the Earth to congregate over the the equator, causing the Van Allen radiation belts.
1: Yeah, very interesting. You know what I find in science because. The important part here is that you mentioned observation, and that's part of the scientific method is you observe things with your own eyes, things that you can record, things that you can uh, put down on paper and repeat over and over again. You mentioned being able to see the the the, the energy coming from the surface out to the, the, the atmosphere, being able to see that with your eyes and to record it. Um, I found the problem with science, uh, forever since uh, since galileo's time since the 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 time that they would hunt you down as a scientist for telling the truth is that introducing the dunkin run a dollar donut with any medium coffee a
0: whole new era of i'm going on a dunkin run you want anything yeah maybe a jelly donut and an iced coffee you got it wait actually glazed donut and a hot coffee Mm. okay back on track Make it a Dunkin' Run. Get a $1 donut with any medium coffee. America runs on Dunkin'. Exclude specialty donuts and fancies. Offer valid on medium or larger coffees. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Leftovers. Or. The DMV. 97. Or. House cleaning. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Science has adopted, or, or I'm not even going to call it science. I'm just going to call it humanity. The, the reason why people don't want to observe and use the scientific method, the real scientific method, is because they 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 get a theory and then they believe that theory is fact and then they the scientific community always wants to prove that theory correct they don't want to prove it incorrect they always take something and it's more of a religion at that point they say okay this is the way it is exactly and, and we're going to Christ. keep it this way even even in evolution for instance and you mentioned that it's ridiculous that the solar wind is going to pick up speed yes that earth has mass it has gravitational pull and it would account for some increase of of acceleration but but not not to the extent that you're talking uh the lighting up and why wouldn't it light up anywhere else except around the belt uh the northern southern belt why wouldn't it light up anywhere else if the the mass of the earth is the same all the way around what i'm saying is here's another example um evolution you got all of a sudden uh, millions and millions of species popping up almost uh, scientifically speaking overnight the Cambri- cambriotic explosion you know it's like well wait a minute how do we get all these species if evolution's supposed to take millions and millions of years how do we get all these species overnight well let's just label that and let's call it uh, cambriotic explosion and um, we'll we'll get past that point it's I never
2: gotta, i got to uh, take a break break uh right I'll be right back with you. If you can continue that line, I'll be right back with you.
1: Okay, fantastic. Uh, So as I was saying along that line, is we as a species or we as humanity adopt dogmas into our belief system. We, We tag ourselves with it. We say this is the way it is. And after we've accepted it as a society and it's been taught in school, it's very difficult to get away from that original dogma, that original theory. It's almost as if we persist, as a species, to worship whatever false notion it is that we've been taught. Worship it. It's a new religion, the religion of science. Think of something like the Big Bang theory that uh, you, you know that says that we. We, we, we began as a singularity in space, exploding outward, and therefore the expansion that goes outward, it, it, it goes out, it goes out, and at one point, many theories, that begins to slow down, and then the masses start to get back together again, and then collide into the singularity again. Uh, repeating itself over and over again over the course of trillions and trillions of years. Um, these things are proven incorrect. We have a new t- uh, telescope out there that shows us that the the Big Bang Theory, it's, it's, it's unraveling itself. Why? Because we have more powerful uh, telescopes going out into space. They're recording things like um, faraway galaxies, and they're saying that wait a minute we should because of the strange effect should be seeing these galaxies as larger uh as we go further into space instead we're seeing them smaller this proving the theory of uh, a big bang and we have to go back on ourselves and say well wait wait does that doesn't exist however it's still in the in the textbooks and it will always be in the textbooks because once we get something in dogma we 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 worship it, and even the best scientists that can come out and say that's incorrect are are laughed at, like Galileo, are ridiculed, and and so what do you do, um, what do you do, uh, Mr. Clough? What do you do, Rodney, when when people put a blockade against what you're saying against your book? What do you do when they say, oh, I don't want to read those scriptures, uh, you know, in the earth, on the earth, under the earth? I don't want to I don't want to look at that. Um, that's a bunch of hogwash. I had a friend, a very close friend of mine. Um, we didn't get into an argument or fight about it. It's it's not uh, a point of salvation, whether or not I believe in the hollow earth, but I asked him the question, where are the 10 tribes gonna come from? You know, uh, are they gonna come from Russia? Are they gonna strike the, the earth and, and and a highway is gonna be built up? It's gonna be more dramatic than Moses' time. Where are they coming from? If not from the hollow earth, what's up north? There's Russia, there's China. They're coming from China, then, and 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 people just simply put a blockade. Their answer is uh, that's a bunch of nonsense, and they blow you off as somebody crazy. What do you do, um, Mr. Clough? What do you do when when you're confronted with this uh, opposition, with this blockade, this mental blockade that people have?
2: Well, I believe in true religion and true science. Okay. And uh, everything else is uh, a lie, and so uh, I, uh, I uh, ever since I started my research on the Hollow Earth, I my my goal was to find out if it was a valid theory or not, and I I have found so much evidence, from scriptures, from science, and from history. that I believe firmly that the earth is hollow as well as all the other planets and even asteroids and comets are hollow.
1: Uh, so and what do you what do? you do? Let's say if I play devil's ad, advocate for a second and I would say something like scientifically saying, well, you know, you can prove anything if you research it enough. Uh, you can put it on the other side of Galileo. You could say, well, they used to believe that the uh, center of the universe was the Earth, and they made this geocentric model that showed all the planets around. And in reality, it worked. And if anything fell apart on it, they just correct a couple of their um, their 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 their, their uh, calculations, and it still worked. And they made the model keep working and keep working until we came up with things like computers and incredible. Um, precise measurements that, that now it's absolutely incorrect. It proves it wrong. What do you do when somebody says, well, maybe, maybe you've researched it so much like, like for instance, the flat earth, uh, theory people, they have so much evidence and they do, they do If you if you study certain things, you can align and say, well, yeah, it's, it's the, uh, according to their data and their information, the earth should be flat. So what do you do when somebody tells you in a, in a, in a devil's advocate kind of way that, that uh, I want to present to you? Well, you've, you've aligned the information to fit your belief system. That's all you've done, but that's not the way it is. What, how, how would you combat something like that?
2: Well, it, it is true. <clears throat> and, um, but uh, the, the proof of science is the is to go and observe, okay? So uh, I, had, I have gone to the Alaska. I did observe the roars going up, uh, not coming down from space. Um, uh, we, we also, uh, I was invited to help uh, put together an expedition to go check it out, uh, uh, see if the polar opening does exist. It didn't, didn't happen. Uh, we were interfered with, uh, uh, we so that we couldn't carry out our expedition. But I challenge anybody uh, that wants to know the truth: if why don't why, why don't you take some something an airplane and uh, or, or a boat and go up there and prove that there is no opening? Uh, <clears throat> but um, the the proof is 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 going and seeing. All right? Uh, I, ha- I don't have. But I do have reliable witnesses of people that have been there. Uh, that's better than what uh, orthodox science does has they have no evidence, nor testimony of anybody going to the center of the earth and coming back to tell us what it's like. And yet I do. We have mm-hmm. about 14 people there groups of people that have been to the hollow earth and returned to tell us what it's like. Now, some people will say, "Well, uh, how, how do you know if these people are telling the truth?" Well, it's because of what they say. If they if they uh, state things that are contradictory, uh, then you can and, and know that uh, they're probably not reliable. But when when uh, people from all kinds of walks of life and uh, and and people that do not even know about each other or did not even know about the hollow earth theory <clears throat> end up finding that the earth is hollow and come back and tell us and they all say the same thing then that's an indication that it, what they're saying could be the truth
1: and I yeah, found interesting uh, the the pilots you mentioned. You mentioned the pilots that uh, that monitor the the northern region of the planet. Tell us about those 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 pilots that fly around that area.
2: Well, I, <clears throat> one of the fellows that bought my book, the very first book, the uh, example of my book that I sold, was to this fellow named uh, Ivers Jonicas and, uh he's originally from cro uh, uh, from the Baltic nations uh, I, I forget exactly which one of the three not uh, Lithuania uh, but anyway he was living here in the United States and uh, had learned English really well and uh, <clears throat> he was interested in the hollow earth area and so uh, he he would fly quite often in, in in flights across the United States. Uh, He lived here in Phoenix and his parents lived in South uh, Carolina. And so he would fly back home once in a while to visit his parents. And so uh, he would make it a habit of every time he got in an airline to go back and sit with the the pilots at the very back that uh, would go as passengers and so he, he, this one pilot he got in the conversation with, uh, he asked the point blank, you know, is there, have you seen anything up there unusual around the North pole? And and uh, he said, yeah, there's a hole up there that goes into the interior of the earth. And that uh, is so big that, uh, airline pilots and my buddies, we don't speak about it, but you can't fly across it because it would be like flying out into outer space because there's no air in the center of the hole, and uh, so he he did uh, admit that, that he and his buddies, airline pilot buddies, have seen this polar opening, and they they don't fly over it because they can't, and that uh, but however, uh, he he did say that uh, he can't admit this uh, publicly because uh, he would be putting his uh, job on the line that they would actually fire him if he would tell anybody publicly, admit publicly that uh, these polar openings exist. And uh, some of the first, which makes sense because uh, the, the maps that I've gotten of the polar area Uh, down on the corner, it says it's from the CIA. Now, the CIA is notorious for hiding Hiding. things. Mm -hmm. And uh, if they want to hide the polar opening, all they have to do is just put ice and snow all all over the the map up up there. Uh, The the same same for their satellite imagery. Uh, Dr. Stephen Greer is a a medical doctor that has uh, studied UFOs over the the, 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 the decades, and uh, one of his uh, expert witnesses uh, that he accumulated in his study uh, was uh, a contractor with uh, NASA, and uh, she she went into this lab, and she was, um, was allowed into this lab because she was a contractor, and uh, they, they had photographs there. With the Lucky Lands Slots, you can get lucky
0: just about anywhere.
2: this one uh, imagery the the technician says you see that that's a UFO and you can see on the surface of the planet his shadow now unless it's a solid object it doesn't create a solid a, a shadow but and she asked him well, well what do you do with that and he says well we whenever we find these uh, pictures from the satellites of UFOs we just airbrush them out before we give them out to the public. Mm-hmm. So, right there is testimony that the government is hiding things like UFOs. And uh, if that would be especially true if they uh, were hiding where they come from, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And that's the name of this show. You know what they don't want you to know, because that's exactly right. The government doesn't want you to know. They don't want you to know. They want you to stay in uh, in, in complete unbelief. We've had such a fabulous interview. I I want to thank you, uh, Mister Clough Rodney Clough, uh, for coming on this show. We've run out of time, but there is so much more to talk about. Uh, and and let me give you an example of some of those things. Um, you know, there's a lot of people, and I want to end in this note, like myself, that would like to escape this world with, with their family, you know, because we're being, we're being crammed down our throats, all this um, devilish doctrine, this anti-Christian doctrine that is uh, so harmful to our children, to our own uh, families. Uh, we're getting uh, crowded with the TVs, with the cell phones. And all they're teaching is lies, deception, and false doctrine. And so for somebody like me, when, when I talk to somebody like you that says, uh, you know, there's a hollow earth with people down there that are in a terrestrial state, man, I would love to go down there and spend the rest of my time with my family down there, even if it meant going in an expedition. And, and, and I know there's things that you've talked about that I sure would like to end with, um, but the, get get into a little bit more detail uh that there are caves one specific cave that you don't have to go to Northport. you don't have to go to Southport. There's there's a cave uh system that can take you down to the center of the earth uh here in the united states and so i want to end with this with with your comments on that and maybe uh you know have you committed to come back to the show at a later time but i want to end with this because that's what i do i, I look with my eyes and when most interesting thing you said is when you go to the North Pole and you see these rays going out to the sun, that's convincing to you. That's convincing to me. When I get on an airplane and I look and I'm at 40,000 feet up and I'm looking out the window and I, I can see at the distance the curvature of the earth. And I can I can see that with my eyeballs. I can say, okay, well, I'm, I'm looking at the curvature of the earth. I'm looking at the curvature of the moon with this with this uh intense uh telescope that i have um i can i can see with my eyes and say to myself okay well well no it's it's not flat but when i also see with my eyes and hear with my ears and i'm able to prove like rodney says to see where the energy comes from to see in what direction it comes from to see the testimony of real pilots to hear the testimony of what happens of where these objects come from where the ufos come from etc are there beings in outer space? Yes, there are beings in outer space. But are there beings that come out in UFOs from our Earth? Yes, of course, there, there has to be. There's more technology down there because they haven't had all the corruption and the system of lies. So let's end with that. What would Let's end with the civilization and the opening of the Earth to be able to get down there and not have to go to an expedition in the North Pole.
2: Well, uh, the people of the Hollow Earth—they uh, uh, look down on people uh, of their country that come to our surface world, but they do send flying saucers out and uh, expert witnesses in uh, Dr. Greer's Disclosure Project. Uh, a couple of them testified that these uh, flying saucers—they—they they frequent uh, nuclear uh, installations where atomic weapons are stored and. And, uh, well, even Colonel Ed Dames on Coast to uh, Coast uh, few, a few years ago testified that in 1966, uh, the United States and Russia or Soviet Union tried to have a, a, a nuclear war and they were shut down on both sides by the UFOs. And so the evidence indicates that the people of the hollow earth have sent out their flying saucers and they don't want us to blow up their planet. Uh, they, they share our atmosphere through the polar openings. It's their earth is just as much as it is ours. And, uh, they don't want us, uh, destroying this planet. And so they send out their flying saucers to make sure that we don't have nuclear war. And, uh, well, uh, you know, if we, if any of the, any of us would like to go to that paradise, which is the, in the Hollow Earth, uh, they're welcome. Uh, the people of the Hollow Earth, welcome, I have welcomed all the people that I have uh, found, have gone there, and even let them come back if they want. Some of them stay and they don't come back because it's a paradise there. But uh, it, within a few years, uh, I believe that uh, the, the last 10 tribes that, that I believe that are in the hollow earth will return to the surface of the planet. They will expand their political kingdom of God to outer earth and uh, in preparations for the second coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And uh, even the Tibetans, uh, they, they were visited by the king of the hollow earth and in uh, the turn of the 18th to the 19th century, uh, in about 19, 19- 1989, uh, well, it was 1880, 1890s in, in there when, when the king of the Hollow Earth came out through a, a cavern in Tibet and told them that uh, someday they plan on coming to outer earth and help establish world peace. And so uh, that is the pre- prophesied return of the Lost Ten Tribes that they are prophesied in the scriptures that they will return. Jeremiah talks about it a lot. Ezekiel talks about it. And our uh, Latter-day Saint scriptures in the Doctrine and Covenants section 133 talks about that the uh, saying that the, their prophets will no longer stay themselves, that they will come down from the from the Arctic, that the ice will melt before their presence, that they will throw up a highway in the midst of the great deep, which is the Arctic Ocean and they will establish a permanent link between their capital city, which is uh, the, the city of Eden, which uh, was discovered by uh, Olav Janssen and his father, the uh, Norwegian fisherman, in 1829, when they accidentally sailed through the polar opening looking for the, their uh, cousins of uh, what they called the chosen ones that had migrated many centuries earlier into the North countries uh that they will return and uh they will establish a permanent link between their capital city and they will establish a new uh help us establish a new capital here in america which was was called the in the scriptures the latter-day saint scriptures uh book of mormon specifically uh the new jerusalem and uh, this i believe will be will occur because uh uh because of war Biden right now is trying to trying to get Russia to attack the United States China has been saying they're going to attack us for many years uh I believe that um the scriptures indicate Joel chapter two talks about uh, an army coming and attacking the land of Zion. The, Zion the land of Zion was identified by the prophet Joseph Smith uh and as America So uh, the land of Zion is going to be attacked uh, as Joel chapter three, chapter two says, and also uh, our founding father, George Washington, while he was at Valley Forge was visited by an angel and he was shown a vision of how we would win the revolutionary war and then that there would be three great perils, perils through which the the United States would go through. And the second one would be the civil war, war between the states. And then he says at the end of the age, the United States will be attacked by all the nations of the earth and we will fight them on the streets. But with the help of God, we will finally uh, liberate ourselves from the attack. But uh, I believe that this uh, attack on the United States will destroy our federal government it will destroy uh, our enemy, which is the United Nations. Mm-hmm. And uh, it will leave uh, open the, uh, the, the, and our new government will be the political kingdom of God of the last 10 tribes coming down from the north and helping us build a new Jerusalem, which will be the future capital of America and independence Missouri.
1: So, we end with a beacon of hope to all of us that are saying what the heck is going on. Uh, nuclear uh, war is upon us and the strike of these nations is upon us and the fear of of uh, Biden. <laughs> the, fear, the fear of the secret society of men trying to destroy everything, the stock market and everything that we see. Uh, we end with a... With, with a we end with a, a, a hint of, of hope mm-hmm. and that's a great spot to end. I'd like to invite you uh, to come back, Rodney Cliff, to talk uh, perhaps part two, we could talk about more of of uh, the equator cave cl- uh, caves or the, the caves that are found in the United States. Uh, I'd like to talk more about these subjects. Are you willing to come back in the future?
2: Sure, will. Anytime well, anytime you want.
1: That's <laughs> That's fantastic. It was an absolute pleasure. And to you listeners and to you viewers, thank you for coming on the show today. We learned much. We ended up with a with a note of hope. That's what we want. We want to be able to see God's kingdom on earth and we want to be able to become part of that kingdom. And when all the tyranny is raining upon us and we see the imminent wars that are coming and the imminent, imminent invasions, we can see that there is a rescue and. And, and perhaps most likely that rescue does come in the form of ice sheets melting and a staff in the uh, in, in the North Pole and people coming across that are more righteous than us. So until next time, thank you. And this has been a wonderful episode of What They Don't Want You to Know, political doctrine at its best. Thank you for coming. With
2: the Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.